Welcome to the Siege Podcast, a weekly show where the Siege guys break down this week's college games from a betting perspective, give you tools and information you'll need before placing your bets, and give you picks of their own. Be sure to follow them on Twitter at PicksSiege. Now, here are the Siege guys, Devin Hadley, Jordan Hadley, James Roth, and your host, Travis Harris. Welcome back to the Siege Podcast. Last weekend was the first weekend, or first losing weekend, I should say, for our VIP clients uh, this season. Awesome hot streak for us to start the year, but all good things must come to an end. We've been working hard all week to put together a a winning card to start another streak for this week. $20 gets you all of our NCAA and NFL plays this weekend. Hit us up on Twitter, at PickSiege, and purchase our card today. So with that, let's jump right in and take a look at last week. Who wants to go first? Any key takeaways, surprises, anything? Well, go ahead, Trav. Go ahead. Yeah, I've got a whole list here, actually. Um, First of all, Oklahoma is awful. They are bad. Yeah, Um, well, Gabriel going out didn't help, but you're right. Even with him, they're not even. Yeah, even with him, they're not that good, I don't think. Uh, TCU absolutely rolled them. That was one of my locks last week. Hopefully you tailed. Um, Another thing, out of Sunbelt, South Alabama, they're legit. They're first place now in the Sunbelt West. Last week, they beat uh, Louisiana Lafayette at Louisiana Lafayette. Granted, ULL's down uh, from where they usually are. but that's uh, still an impressive win. Um, staying in the – well, I guess they're not in the summer. In Conference USA, UAB, are they overrated? They lost outright to – at Rice. They lost outright. Uh, they're minus – or 10-point favorites against MTSU this week. Almost kind of have to take MTSU. U, UAB looks bad. They, I didn't watch the game, so I don't know what happened. They only lost by four, but – they ran the ball 41 times. I mean, you have Dylan Hopkins. Use him. He only threw the ball 20 times last week. I don't know what they're doing over there in uh, in Alabama, Birmingham. But uh, And then the last thing, Kansas won again. Now 5-0. and I did look before we jumped on. Kansas is now 12-1 and to big win the Big 12. I got them a few weeks ago when you guys clowned me at 30-1. to uh, I like holding that 30-1 to ticket right now compared to where they're at. Um, who wants to go next or, or anything, any, anything to say on that? Any, anything to dispute? I would say it's probably Oklahoma state's conference to lose at this point. They look the best. Um, um, was disappointed in Baylor's showing, but they kind of got behind really quick and played catch up. So made it tough for them. Obviously I'm sitting here with the Baylor ticket. So not feeling great now, but, uh, Still got some games left, so we'll see what happens. Yeah, and I mean, Kansas could come out and help you, James. They could knock Oklahoma State off this year. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I guess I'm just I, I just don't think Oklahoma State is as good as what so far that they've shown. I, I think they they will regress some here soon, but we'll see. Yeah, did, didn't they only win against Central by like ten points or something? Something like that. Just I don't know. They've been kind of fortunate, I would say. Yeah, they got up early on Central, like really big, and then they let Central back in the game. Oh, is that and what? It was? They didn't, never really were in danger of losing, but Central covered. Um, <clears throat> but 
I was just going to say, I, th- I think TCU might be the best team in the Big 12, honestly. They, uh, they have the number two offense in the country right now. I know they haven't played great defenses and, you know, playing Colorado helps, but uh, I, I might sprinkle on TCU um, to win the, uh, to win the big 12 here as um, I think they have a good chance to at least get to the championship game. Uh, But, you know, both of these big 12 uh, teams in the conference championship game might have two or three losses. It wouldn't surprise me. So, um, Oklahoma State will for sure lose a game they shouldn't. That is a guarantee. Uh, they are not that good. We said it before. Spencer Sanders is not that guy. He is not him. And uh, as soon as you start to trust them is when they'll let you down. So I'll be looking, not this week, but I'll be looking to fade Oklahoma State here in the near future. Yeah, I, I agree with that, Dev. Um, speaking of TCU, I think we might have another battle of the Sharps when we get to our locks of the week. Uh, later on in this episode. So stay tuned for that. Um, Jordan, anything you wanted to touch on from last week? Yeah, um, once again, very impressed with Wake Forest. Um, it's a bummer they blew that game to Clemson because they should be sitting 5-0 and and have a potential to run the table. But they were in complete control against Florida State on the road pretty much the entire game, ended up winning by 10. Um but, yeah, shout-out to Sam Hartman. That guy's an absolute stud, which we've known that. Oh, yeah. But um, also in the Big Ten, some big upsets. Illinois going into Wisconsin and completely throttling them. Um, it was my dog of the week. Shout-out to them. But I did not expect a blowout like that. So, big surprise there. And then also uh, Purdue be- winning at Minnesota, another surprise. So, two big upsets in the Big Ten. But Big Ten such a toss-up right now between – you know, everyone other than Ohio State and Michigan, it looks like. So anything can happen. <clears throat> um, and I'd say Michigan State plays another egg. Most disappointing team in the country so far. Um, Sparty down bad. That's all I can say. Yeah, Sparty down bad, and they're going to be down <laughs> even more uh, this weekend as Ohio yeah. State comes to town. Yeah. Um, yeah. Good Lord. Good luck to them. Um James, any, anything else besides uh, <clears throat> what you touched on with Oklahoma State that you want to talk about? I mean, like Jordan said, the Purdue upsetting Minnesota there. I, I mean, I don't think Ibrahim didn't play, so that uh, I think that has probably a big, big, a big factor in that game. But um, I'll t- talk about that a little bit in locks of the week. Uh, Michigan took care of business at Iowa. I know it's normally uh, scary hours there in Kinnick Stadium, but, um, you know, they took care of business, never really was uh, threatened in that game at all. Um, Ohio State, steamrolling Rutgers, they're looking every bit as good as one of the top three teams in the country still. Georgia, extremely fortunate. Missouri can't find the end zone in any of their trips and had to settle for like 20 field goals otherwise. Um, Georgia would have gone down at Missouri. That most likely is probably a wake-up call for them. I could see them start rolling now. Um, oh, Arkansas, you just uh, you just had to do it to me. It was close going into the fourth quarter, and then they just got absolutely steamrolled, did not even cover for my dog last week. Just totally embarrassing with Bryce Young going down. They 
still couldn't even cover. So uh, just, I guess, those are the few things. NC State was kind of disappointing that they couldn't come up with more. Um, I really don't think Clemson is the number five team in the country, but that's where they'll sit until they lose. So uh, I guess I don't really have much more than that. Yeah, I agree. NC State took a lead early, and then Clemson went on like a 17-0 run or something like that. I, uh, um, Greg Waddell is listening. Uh, I, I did a, a Greg special and did a, a par, underdog parlay money line, and I needed NC State to win it. And uh, I didn't hedge like an idiot, and uh, I ate that one. So <laughs> uh, live and learn, I guess. Uh, that's what happens when you're drinking beers with the boys and you get all hyped up and, you know, there was no hedging going on. So, um, all right, well, let's take a look at this week. We have, unless I missed one, three ranked matchups. Uh, number eight, Tennessee, minus three at Number 25, LSU. All of these ranked favorites, by the way, are on the road, which I thought was interesting. Uh, number 17, TCU, minus six and a half at number 19, Kansas. And number 11, Utah, minus three and a half at number 18, UCLA. Um, who, who wants to start this here? Is there anything that you want to want to touch on? Because uh, I'm, I'm looking at T- – I already mentioned Kansas. I'm looking at TCU Kansas. Um, I know, Dev, you're on uh, the TCU side. I myself will be on the Kansas side. I'm just – Kansas, as weird as it is to say it, uh, on their football team, they've been my go-to uh, this year, and I'm just going to keep betting them every week until they lose, honestly. And uh, so that's really – there's no, no um, numbers behind that. It's just all – all feel at this point, and I'll continue to ride the Jayhawks. Um, Tennessee at LSU is an interesting one. I, at first, when I saw it, I, I leaned to, uh, Tennessee minus three, but then someone showed me a stat about Tennessee as uh, against ranked teams. It was like three and nine in their last 12 or something like that against the spread. Um, so that one, that scared me a little bit. I haven't bet this one yet. Um, if I do, it probably will be Tennessee. I'm just trying to decide if I want to uh, go against that trend or not. Uh, and then Utah, UCLA, don't have a strong play in either one of these. I would go uh, UCLA if I had to, um, but I, I'm not going to. I'm going to be at the Michigan State game for God knows why um, on Saturday, so I won't be able to watch that UCLA game, which means I probably won't bet it. Um, how about Jordan or James? Any anything on either of these? Uh, Tennessee is just, I mean, we may find out what Tennessee's made of here going to Baton Rouge. I mean, that similar to like what we talked about last week with that Kentucky game. Um, it, it's just like every time you go to put some faith or trust in them, they will just lay an egg. And um, I, this might be the spot where Tennessee does that. They, I don't know. Well, they, I mean, I don't really think LSU is that great. So would surprise me if Tennessee won by a touchdown or two. Not really, because I don't think LSU is good. But this is the classic spot where Tennessee gets everybody's hopes up, get up to number eighth in the country. Everybody is, you know, really high on, I know I'm, you know, high on Hooker. They're, they're, he's really, really good. 
but it's just something about them. They just always find a way mid-season to lay an egg somewhere, and this could be it. So we'll see. <laughs> Yeah, I just, I'm really hoping Foghorn Leghorn's team loses this weekend. Uh, <laughs> I I think about that every week, almost at least. The, <laughs> my family. <laughs> I mean, that's just the fun, the funniest thing ever. It's just so, uh, just it's just so strange that he did that. But uh, man, I get a chuckle out of it very often. Um, Jordan, any thoughts on that game or any of these games? Yeah, I definitely agree with James there um, on Tennessee potentially laying an egg. Um, but, no, the only strong lean I have in any of those games is, Trav, you won't like this, but I think TCU goes into Kansas and and covers that six and a half. Um, Kansas, I mean, they got very fortunate last week. I hate to say it, but Iowa State's field goal kicker couldn't even hit the side of a barn. Um, they definitely should have lost that game, but – it is the year of the basketball schools in this football season, so um, definitely scares me. But, no, I think TCU is a much better team, and it's really Kansas' first real test. Uh, we learned the win against Houston wasn't all that great. Um, they looked terrible. Uh, the win in OT against West Virginia, West Virginia does not look good. So I think TCU goes in there and wins by a touchdown at least. Um, I'll, I'll take TCU for a unit. And then the other two games I probably won't touch. Uh, definitely lean LSU if I had to take it. And in the Utah game, I'm torn, so I, I can't even pick a side there. But mm-hmm. um, I'll lay TCU for a unit for sure. Yeah, those are all very good points on TCU, honestly. And um, if I didn't already lock my bet in on Kansas the other day, I might be considered to, to sway and go to TCU. <laughs> but um, this Kansas is a Cinderella story, and these uh, – these students and the community, uh, they have not had anything to cheer about on the football field in 20 years almost, it seems like, maybe, maybe more like 15. But uh, they're going to be out and ready for this one. Uh, biggest home game that they've had in a long time. Day, right? College game days there. Oh, is it? I didn't even see that. I think so. So there you go. Um, it's too bad that's not a night game for them. I know. What is it? It's 12 o'clock, it's, right? Yeah, it's a new game. game. Yeah, Big 12 kickoff. Um, yeah, that's too bad. Um, Dev is coming in and out on here. His Walmart connection is messing up. So we'll uh, – <laughs> Dev, if you can hear me, feel free to speak up on anything we're talking about. Otherwise, we'll just uh, skip right over you. Yeah, TCU minus six and a half, lock of the day. They're going to drop 50 on Kansas. <laughs> Kansas has the worst defense in oh, – well, not the worst, but one of the worst defenses in the Big 12. They're going to struggle to stop TCU. They've been very fortunate. Yep, here he goes, Mr. Yeah. Walmart. There you go. That's what you get for talking shit about Kansas. <laughs> <laughs> the, the app cut him off. But... He came in hot. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, well, to each his own, Dev and Jordan. Well, battle the Sharps. We'll have to think of something here. Maybe uh loser has to buy a case of beer or something. Uh, and, and if TCU does score 50, that's fine because Kansas can score 48. I'm good, I'm good with that. <laughs> that might may be true. Oh, he's back. All right. Um, Dev, while, before you get disconnected again, anything you want to say? Nope. I'm going to be disconnected every, like, five seconds. So, Okay. 
All right. Well, we'll move. I have one more game that I wanted to touch on before we move on to dogs of the week, and that's uh, Louisville. That line opened minus five and a half at Virginia. Virginia is a just god awful this year. My favorite thing to do is fade them. However, that line has moved to minus three because Louisville's quarterback Malik Cunningham is questionable. I haven't seen whether or not he's going to play. I haven't really seen any updates. Um, I'm going to keep my eye on this one. If he is going to play, I would have it in my locks of the week. But since we don't know, I'm staying away from it for now. But if you do see Malik Cunningham is cleared to play, hammer Louisville minus three. Uh, if not, just stay away. Um, any other games that any of you want to talk about before we move on to Dogs of the Week? Yeah, just, just probably stay away from it, Trav. We're getting absolutely killed with these quarterback situations and last minute. Um, minute calling them out and stuff, so I would just uh, stay away. <laughs> yeah, I probably should. It's been a rough couple of weeks for that. You're right. We seem to have been hosed on a couple, yeah, couple wrong sides of uh, injuries and or late scratches. Um, yeah. Very weird. Okay, well, we'll move to dog of the week. Uh, Jordan, you were the only one whose dog covered last week. Uh, everyone else lost. So you want to go ahead and kick us off? Yeah, I believe that's uh, three straight dog outright winners for me. So let's stay hot and uh, keep it rolling. Three straight outright? I think so, yeah. Wow. So lay the money line on Jordan's uh, dog of the week this week. I don't think he'll like this play, Trav, but I'm going Stanford plus seven. Uh, Originally, I leaned Oregon State until I did some more research. Um, Now I have a strong lean Stanford getting a touchdown at home. They they look good at home on the road. They've been a little shaky, but it's going to be a night game for them. This, this, their season's on the line here uh, to try to make a bowl game. If they lose this game, they're done. But wasn't impressed with Oregon State last week getting rolled by Utah. They're not as good as I originally thought. Um, I think Stanford can keep this one close enough to at least cover their spread and maybe sprinkle the money line the way we've been rolling here. So, uh, yeah, I expect a close game. Um, definitely lean in Stanford here with the points. All right. I already did take Oregon State. I figured they screwed me last week. I might as well just get screwed again this week. So, <laughs> uh, Dev, are you on? Are you are you connected? Yeah. yeah, for a second. LSU plus three is my dog. They went out right in Baton Rouge. That crowd will go crazy. Tennessee, they'll score, but I think Foghorn Leghorn uh, puts together their best game plan and uh, LSU gets the job done in a, in a nail biter. All right. No comment. Uh, <laughs> James, how about you? <clears throat> we're gonna we're gonna go to Chestnut Hill in Massachusetts. Boston College welcomes Clemson, the number five team, quote unquote, in the country. And we're gonna want to see Boston College not only cover the twenty and a half, but possibly win outright. Um I think, you know, going to be a little hocus-pocus action going on. Uh, you know, it's going to be spooky hours, 7.30 and uh, ABC. Going to see some crazy stuff happen. I would not be surprised if Boston College went out right. Clemson coming off that win against NC State. This is the this is the letdown spot where they just completely look like dog shit. So, putting a lot of faith in Boston College here, even though they are not good at all, but... We are going – we're going all in on Boston College this week. Bet the spot, not the team. That's right. 
<clears throat> like it. Well, James, you and I are just absolutely horrendous when it comes to dog of the week this year. We're both one and four. So yeah. hopefully we can scrape together a win here. Yeah. Uh, I'm going Southern Miss. They're plus six and a half. I'm telling you to buy it to seven. I always buy the hook. This is especially for a football number, but it could be plus 32 and a half. I'm buying it to 33. Uh, Frank Gore Jr. is one of the best running backs in the country. He's going to run all over Troy, who's giving up almost 150 yards a game on the ground this year. And Frank Gore is averaging five yards a carry. He is going to run it down their throats. And Southern Miss is playing really good ball right now. Uh, give me the Golden Eagles plus seven. So we'll move to locks of the week. Um, I guess I'll keep it going because I, I actually was two and one last week and all of you were one and two. So um, I'm going to start with FSU and NC State under 50 and a half. Um, that NC State Clemson game was right at 50 last week. Um, NC State, as we saw, their offense isn't that great and their defense is decent, which is weird to say that Clemson put 30, put up 30 points on them. But uh, I still like this under at 50 and a half for these two teams. Uh, next, North Carolina plus three and a half. I actually got it at four, but I saw today it was down to three and a half. Uh, love the Tar Heels this week uh, at Miami, who I just think is uh, a little overvalued at this point. I'll gladly take the points with the Tar Heels. Uh, and then we talked about it already. I won't hammer it too much, but uh, Kansas plus seven. Uh, what I love most about this game against TCU is they're at home. Like I said, uh, with James mentioned, game day is there, and this crowd is going to be up and fired up and ready to roll. Um, Jordan, you want to go next? Yeah, sure. Um, first play is Arkansas State plus 11 and a half. Um, another case where I'm betting the spot here. Uh, James Madison, I think, you know, they're the Cinderella story. Uh, first year in Division One, and they're undefeated. Um, I think they're very overvalued right now. Granted, they're a good football team, but um, at Arkansas State, Arkansas State's uh, played a couple tough games on the road. Um, I think they're undervalued. I was on them last week against my uh, UL Monroe squad. Uh, they absolutely rolled them. Um, like what I saw from them, they're they're a solid football team. I think 11 and a half too many points. I, I thought it'd be more around a touchdown. So I'm going to take the value where I can get it. Um, my next play is Iowa plus three and a half. Um, I, I think it's a little bit of an overreaction to Illinois winning against Wisconsin last week. Um, definitely betting the spot here, but I think that total is like 34 points, one of the lowest I've seen. Typical Iowa football game, but. Um, I like that three and a half number with that total being so low. I think that those three points could be uh, a big difference in that game. So uh, locking that in plus three and a half. And then my last play is unfortunately Ohio State minus 27. Uh, I will be in attendance with my Sparty gear on, but inside I will be cheering for Ohio State <laughs> um, <laughs> to cover the spread. So I think, I think Trav will be right there with me uh, yep. with his Ohio State ticket in his hand, but uh, yeah, Buckeye Nation this Saturday. Let's ride. Yeah, I, I love that, Jordan. <laughs> I, I am hammering Ohio State myself. Just like you said, wearing my Sparty gear, I'll be there in attendance. However, I will not be rooting for Ohio State on the inside. I'll be rooting for them on the outside. Every touchdown they score, I'm clapping. <laughs> I don't care. A lot of uh, room for error, though, to be just double piss, as James likes to say. 
Ohio State win, but by less than 27 points. Worst case scenario, Michigan State wins outright. I'll gladly take that, and I'll give up my one unit uh, on this bet. But uh, we're gonna I, have I, to we're gonna have to bet the first half line because I don't plan on staying more than two quarters. <laughs> That's a great point. Uh, yeah, good point. First half and total game. Let's do it. Um, Dev, it looks like you are connected. I think uh, you want to go next before you get booted. Yeah, real quick. I got um, TCU. As I said Ooh. earlier. Um, uh, five and a half. Party we trust. But uh, I, think they, I think he's hurt. I think he's out. <laughs> he's been hurt. He's been hurt. That's why they've been losing. Not as hurt as Dev's connection. But uh, they keep a lot of games. <laughs> I feel like are close. They lost to eight to by eight to Kentucky. Um, I think they keep it close enough. That's too many points. And last play is uh, plus 13 and a half. Um, that's the sharpest play of the day. Uh, if you like Coastal, you're a square. <laughs> Just that simple. So, Not, not going to lie, Dev. I don't, I don't say this often, but I hate all three of those plays. I, that <laughs> makes me feel good. That makes me feel good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll see. Um, James, you want to round us out? Yeah, no problem. Well, call uh, Comcast while you're at it too, Dev. Um, <laughs> so we're gonna start. Uh, Purdue, I think, is getting <laughs> there. He goes. Uh, we're gonna I think Purdue's getting overvalued a little bit. They beat Minnesota without Ibrahim, and he is him. So you know, not having him, I think you know Minnesota was doomed to lose that game. And it really just shows how much he means to that team. So I think Maryland only being favored by three at home against Purdue here is a little bit disrespectful to them. Uh, so I'm going to take the Terrapins here, minus three, and hopefully they don't uh, let me down. We're going to go over to Tulsa Navy, uh, over 45. I know it's kind of bad to take an over in any of and if there's any military team playing it's a bad idea but if you look at this game I mean Tulsa can't stop the run so good chance Navy gets some big potential scoring plays obviously all they want to do is run and then Navy can't stop the pass um, besides besides against uh, Air Force apparently learned that the hard way last week thanks to Air Force uh, shit in the bed Um so I think Tulsa will throw it all over the field. Navy will have some big plays uh, going score. So over 45, it seems too low to me. We'll go over to a little bit of Maction. We have the Buffalo and Bowling Green over 54 and a half. This is simply just two defenses that combined giving up 73 points per game. So this is if the these offenses come out and at least have a pulse they should be able to hit this over. Uh, both teams probably get into the 30s, I would say, in this game. So uh, should be a should be a decent little shootout between those two. Uh, that's pretty much all, all. So you just talked me into taking that Bowling Green over. I, I 
I uh, both defense giving up on average seventy three points a game. Oh my goodness, that total yeah, is definitely yeah, too com- low. Then yeah, combined. Uh, it's yeah, combined. So they, I mean, it's like oh yeah, yeah, yeah. If they, I mean, if yeah. So if, if those offenses at least just make it off the bus, I think uh, we're looking we're looking at that over hitting. So I like it. All right, there you are. Twelve picks plus four underdogs. Let us know on Twitter at Pick Siege which ones you like, which ones you don't like who you're tailing, who you're fading. We want to hear it all. Uh, that'll take us to our uh, Siege VIP free play. We're going to give out Duke minus three just because it's my favorite play of the entire weekend. Georgia Tech came off a, a, a win last week. They are definitely overvalued. I, I don't know why Duke's a little undervalued. They've been bad historically, so maybe that's it. But they've proven that they are here and that they can play this year. Uh, it's at Georgia Tech, but that doesn't scare us at all. Uh, we're giving out uh, Duke minus three. That'll wrap up this episode of the Siege Podcast. Hit us up on Twitter or Facebook to purchase this week's card for only $20. If we don't come out ahead this week, then next week is absolutely free. Lots of winning left to do this year, and college basketball is right around the corner. Join the winning team and start becoming a profitable sports better today. Remember, always gamble responsibly. Let's cash some tickets, and we'll be back next week. See each coming.